Rocket Soccer News For insight that excels For expert analytics You better go somewhere else Portland Betting Soccer Podcast Enjoy it now Cause it probably won't last Patches, poop, they cover it all They'll discuss everything except football Portland Vanity Soccer Podcast. I'm in. Um, all right. Welcome to episode 82, season four, episode 14, if you're counting, of the Portland Vanity Soccer Podcast. This is Jonathan, and I'm coming to you from Northeast Portland. This is Josh coming to you from Westland, Oregon. Hey, Randy, Northeast Portland. And Greg in Northwest Portland, we're coming at you from halftime of the Timbers Colorado Rapids fixture. It remains <laughs> nil nil at the half. And we're looking forward to getting back to this exciting gameplay. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. What's Randy. going on in this episode, Randy? Um, we're just going to talk about, um, just the, we're not going to talk about results, but we're going to talk about what the hell's going on with our team. Whew. It makes me sad. I have no clue what's going on. T- tell us a little more about that, Jonathan. I'm your therapist. You just said something makes you sad. I want to hear more about it. Oh, I mean, this whole thing, it's just not even fun to watch as a fan and this is one of my notes in parentheses here is that this whole vibe reminds me of tottenham the the culture is awful you can put together all kinds of things and just it it doesn't mean that it works and i uh, i am uh, i am to a point where of course i'm going to watch i don't stop watching i'm not one of those fans who's gonna turn off the tv but i will certainly not feel yeah i will certainly not feel guilty spending more time looking at my phone while something is on in the background that is depressing are are you saying that we're there's a chance we could sign harry kane (laughs) for 100 million pounds that would be possible. So if you wipe away the mistakes of Lucas, Milano, Evander, and all the other high-played uh, players, then... We'd be a quarter of the way there. Uh, <laughs> maybe. Um, <laughs> uh, are there any like legal settlements that like Merritt had to pay for any reason throughout the course of his tenure of the Timbers? Like Maybe we could start adding those in and say if he behaved better. I don't think so. Better. I think that's all good. Those are all write-offs. Yeah. I, it's, it's doing business. Yeah, I am. There are alleged donations a, that he made and then funneled through <laughs> some other thing. Oh, that's right. I remember that. Um, we are recording this a day after news broke that Santiago Moreno has officially requested a transfer. I just got done almost finishing the ep- emergency episode of Soccer Made in Portland. So I am informing all of my opinions based on that. If you'd rather just hear it from the horse's mouth, turn this podcast off. Go listen to Soccer Made in Portland with... Uh, uh, Ryan Clark, but anyway, and Chris Rayford. and Chris. Rayford. I'm listening to it right now while we're recording. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably a better use of time. So, I I am not in my nature a doom and gloom person. I'm very optimistic. So, like, I'm basically the opposite of Randy in real life, uh, even away from soccer. And I find joy in small things. I don't find the need to critique everything, and. I'm at a point where I feel like I'm becoming Randy and I, I kind of like it. <laughs> That's not an accurate. accurate uh, I oh, find I'm sorry. Joy in small things. The like, name name like... three things that you find joy in that are small. Go. His bank account. No. Oh! <laughs> His bank account. My reproductive unit and <laughs> my dogs. <laughs> okay, fair, 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 fair. I'll, I'll I, I rescind my point. Um, uh, but, but Greg, I mean, that's where I'm at in terms of this. Why don't you, why don't you tell us about some of these results of, of, of why I might feel that way? 
do we even want to talk about the results? Everybody knows them already. It's not the results. It's the it's just the stats. The quick, quick recap. Yeah, uh, our last what is that? Nine matches is one win, five losses, and three draws. Mm-hmm. Our team leader for goals only has five. Uh, we've had twelve goals against in that same run of play. Uh, there's visible just lack of chemistry, lack of urgency. It doesn't seem like anybody has any clue where anybody's going to be or where they're going. So many of our players don't look bought in. So many of our players just give up a goal and give up. Like the, the, the culture appears to be absolutely broken. Broken or fractured? Oh, we're not broken, just bent, and we can learn to love again. Oh, I love that song. Such a good song. Uh, it seems like we have clicks that are like yeah. playing, you know, like groups of three that are playing together, and no one else is actually. So, no one's working. No one's gelling. I and the like. I can deal with clicks. Like it's obviously an MLS, like constructing a roster with all the crazy salary cap rules and blah 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 it's it's difficult to build a a winning uh or or to find a culture that works for everyone who's going to be on the roster given all their different backgrounds but what i will say is when we had zarek valentine he was clearly a motivator on the field who could relate to the latin x players uh as well as the american players and was a vocal leader who would boss summit around like a Zuperich or whatever, or when things are getting down, he's the one who's like firing the team back up. It's the same thing like Megan Klingenberg does uh, for the Thorns. And uh, it, it just, there's no one on the field who's taking on that responsibility. And while I respect Diego Chara as the captain, he is not a person who plays that role. There is not a single person on that field who a again like you said greg looks like they want to be there or is excited to be playing or excited to wear the shirt like that's one of the biggest things he's a captain by what seniority and that's it seniority and skill even though again i still i'm gonna stand by my prediction from earlier in the season just gonna say that quietly and i (laughs) i it's just it's a real it's a real shit sandwich to watch yeah well, it's like I the last match I turned it off. Oh, not the last one, the one before. I turned it off like twenty minutes before the end. Like we started getting destroyed, and it was just like this isn't even fun to watch. I'd rather what just you watch about? YouTube. Oh, Minnesota. Well, we got, yeah, yeah. You know, like we were getting destroyed, and it, but like not even. It's fine if we're getting destroyed and we're still playing, and it's just you know one of those weird games where it's like five nil and. We were still put. We didn't even like. We practically just like sat down and didn't care. Yeah, I mean the fact that Frank Boley is uh, scored what four of the last five goals, and he was a bit piece brought in from the hum- Hungarian Premier League when we already have like a roster full of what should have been good strikers. It just like, but everything combined, like if we were losing two to like three to two or two to one or five to four, where it's at least exciting matches where it looks like the team is, is trying to do something. Then I will take every one of those losses and be pumped about it and be excited for the next game. Because once they get it together, you know, we'll go on a run, but there's no run here. Like it's awful. Randy, you've been oddly quiet, which I assume you're reading something in very large print uh, given your age. Um, On its cricket? Uh, I was just looking at, uh, that was our third loss by three goals or more. We had one to SKC, the same scoreline, and we had one way early on to Atlanta, one to five that we lost. Um, That's it. Like, that, that loss to Minnesota, like, to kind of you know put Josh's comments into ink was that's the one where Geo came out after the match and didn't name names but threw some of the starting lineup under the bus uh in you know giving up whatever well not throwing them under the bus because that implies that there's nothing wrong when 
no, clearly it is. But Gio's been the guy who's all about togetherness and unity and we're only as good as like you know our everyday guy we're not just our stars so for him to be so frustrated that he says that like that's indicative of not just a bad loss that's indicative of countless conversations behind the scenes and behind the manager's door and in the locker room so which it gets down to is the problem, the players or the coach. So this is, it's a, it's the exact right question and organizational culture matters. And I, I stand by that every day. Like I've worked for a bunch of different companies, some that super sucked where the culture was awful. And I didn't even know what to call it at the time. And like to the, where the company I work for now, the culture is amazing. I, like I, I would never in a million years, think, uh, I would never in a million years, make it more than like two years at a job where I'm like, this sucks. Everyone here is stupid. I don't want to do this anymore. Like everyone here is cutthroat. Like it's not a good place to actually be. Like, I don't feel any connection with the people I work with. And I, I have that now. And I feel like the Timbers had that at one point, even with geo as the coach, but Maybe that's a losing Diego Valeri. I don't know. Um, like that's like the biggest like talisman that's missing from this equation from like all the successes that we really had. And I or like, you know, a Blanco who was at, you know, top form. But like this, I still believe is coming from the top down. Like, obviously, nothing really changed in the front office with, um, you know, I mean, it's great that Gavin Wilkinson and Golub are gone. And, of course, we had really wanted Merritt Paulson to sell the team. But if he's still there and it's the, the, the president of the organization is someone who he appointed, like, it's still the same culture. It's still it doesn't matter who it is, uh, if it's a if it's a friendly pick. And like, I wonder is. Is Ned picking up the pieces and trying to fix the team that we have? Or is he still perpetuating the same types of uh, everything? I mean, he worked there hand in hand with that crew for a very long time. And it's like with the, the pieces that we have let go and the pieces that we have picked up, I feel like our front office is playing a real time uh, football manager where it's like uh, it's it's not serious. Like, I just I, I, I don't know what else to say about it. Well, what do you mean by that? I mean, like in football manager, you make fun, calculated guesses to see what happened, which I think is true for any professional team. But we're not talking about just any professional team. We're talking about the Timbers who are revered in MLS. We're talking about Providence Park supposed to being a fortress due to the Timbers army and and so like, you know, signing bit pieces like a Frank Boldy is, is a win like that. I think that was what you said in a chat earlier where it was like finding someone and you hope that they end up being amazing and it's a gamble and it's worked out like he's been our best uh, player, I think, on the field over the last uh, however many games. And uh, but you know, letting Bill Tuiloma go and then trying to you know, skate by. And then, you know, you sign Eric Miller, who's honestly been probably one of the most consistent defenders on the team in the grand scheme of what we have going on. But just like moving pieces around and, and gambling on things versus just solidifying. And we'll get to this in terms of some of the player comments that have happened. But I just like so all of that stuff still being the same it it has to translate to Gio and how he's running said team. Like there's no way he's running the team in his own vision post everything that happened last year. And for him to start calling out a lack of effort on the field in like, again, coming from a Spurs fan, it's the same thing Jose Mourinho did. And then he was gone shortly thereafter. And it's the same thing that um, Antonio Conte did. And he was gone shortly thereafter where it's like, once there's that, like clear of a public rift between coach and players it's i mean the the end times are here so it will be interesting uh to see what happens but i'm sorry i went on a tangent because the question was when is it the players or the coach which is i think what you said randy and i think at this point it has to be the coach i don't know who else it is uh in terms of 
Oh, go. No, no, you're good. You're good. There's, you know, there's a huge disconnect between the players and Geo, obviously, and a captain for a, a real captain, for example, should be someone who would be able to bridge that gap and get the communication at least starting to flow. And we don't have that. Do you think Chara in the locker room is like, like I don't, I, I don't see him as that type of person, you know. I don't see him as someone who's putting out fires. I see him as someone who's starting fires, yeah, which is why I, I love him. But that's like we need fires, someone. We need starting fires. You yeah, see him on the fires. He, he, gets he gets a yellow card. He gets a yellow card every match. But he's a fire starter. The twisted fire starter. Yeah, but yet that you're implying that he starts fires in the locker room. I don't know. Oh, oh no. I don't think he's a, a a fire starter in the locker room. He's probably very calm. Oh, insert and, fire starter clip here. Ding. Yeah, <laughs> I am the fire starter. Fantastic. Uh, it's I. I just so the question I had back to you, Randy, um, is if there are that many coaches' decisions to bench a player, maybe the problem isn't the player. Um. Yeah. I mean. I was very pro Geo for a long time, but um, I, I'm, I've been over him for a while. Going back to that C- Seattle match um, that we played, that we actually ended up destroying Seattle at home. I was half half hoped that we would lose and he would get fired. <laughs> I'm not ashamed to admit that. Um, I he just I felt like he he doesn't do a good job of motivating players at key moments. Um, and he picks bad times to be the tough guy. Uh, you know, as with Eric Williamson and benching him, uh, when we're in a, you know, the last game, potentially the last game of the season, if we don't win, we need to win to make the playoffs. And he's benched as a coaching decision. That's not the time you do that. Um, he's had problems, with with other players, you know, you, you know, just scroll you know. down in the notes. No big deal. What's that? So you can just scroll down in the notes. No big deal. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> it's like problems with other players. I listed out all the players of uh, as you want of me to late. List them all. Yeah, let's okay. do it. Per Jonathan's notes. We have uh, Zuparich, who was extremely vocal about his critique of the players on the team. That was really uh, it. Didn't really have anything to do with Geo, though. Um, it said, doesn't have anything to do with Geo, but it's showing a player who has the uh, I don't know what's the word stones right. to say something in public to exactly an interview, right, we're, we're which shows about that Geo. Geo Wait, right, but the player are. shouldn't. Yeah, the player shouldn't. Ha- like he shouldn't. He should know better. He should know there's repercussions should if he says something. Never do that. You would. You don't never throw your team under that. the bus. Yeah, unless you are willing. Like the manager should be the person saying, like you, like no one here says anything to press negative ever. Like that's end of story. Uh, and so for him to do that shows a lack of control. Um, uh, a lack of control over said team. Okay, sure. <laughs> Next. Um, Next. Randy. Ivasich. Um, calling. I love how you're saying every name wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm the one who can't spell. <laughs> I mean, read. What name did I say wrong? <laughs> you said Zuparic. <laughs> I didn't say that. You Zuparic. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Ivasich. <laughs> Eva Chich! Effectively calling Gio a liar. Gio said he was injured. That's why he wasn't started. And then he had that tweet or whatever that said, I'm totally ready to go. I'm 100%. Anything you've heard that otherwise is not true. Um, Moreno requesting a transfer. Um, Williamson and the last season, we talked about that. And hilariously, Jonathan has a note in here about Ridgewell. If you don't, if you recall, Ridgewell was benched famously when um, Gio started coaching for us because uh, he was sort of 
not into it. He was not, as they say, buying in. And um, Jonathan claims that that video evidence was doctored. Fact. <laughs> Fact. Uh, Alex Richie Jones talked about over. it. If you guys go back to Infowars and you'll, there's a specific episode about that. Burn the fucking frogs, gang. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Ridgewell <laughs> got over that, made it back to the starting lineup, got over it so well, in fact, that he's part of the coaching team now. Um, and then Valeri, uh, during his final season here with Gio. Um, and so, and it, yeah, I think it was not, not a very well-kept secret that he did not get along with Gio. Well, and so, and this is the shit that we know about. Right. So how many players does it take to have a problem before it's it's you all these players are publicly saying something it it does trend towards geo's the problem uh, so this is this is 100% speculative but one thing that moreno cites as a reason for wanting to leave is he feels like geo is using his talents incorrectly in the system and we can go back and look at a famous favorite of this podcast. Jeremy Abobasi was never used correctly under Geo's system so much that he wanted out. So it's is Geo just like telling all the players, you know, this is the system you're going to play and just slot into where I tell you to, like whether it's a good fit or not. And maybe Bill had the same problem. He's being so stubborn about like switching it up when the players are saying, Hey, it's not working. Uh, Are you asking a question about that? Kind of. Yeah. I mean, that's two players. I don't hear anybody else complaining about how they're being played out of position. (laughs) That's two that we know of. Right. But, um, (sighs) you know, Moreno, at some point you gotta you can't just be like hey play me the way i want to be played or or i'm you know because espria if you remember we we had had issues being motivated um caleb porter sent him away and we eventually ended up getting him back and he turned himself around um caleb reconditioned him also was able to properly motivate um, Alvis Powell, um, if you recall, because uh, he had some issues too, and and Maddox. So I uh, I think it's I don't know that I got sort of sidetracked, Greg. I don't know that you can say that he's playing everyone out of position, and that's why people hate him. That's why our team doesn't I, like him. I, I mean, it's clearly why two of our biggest players didn't like them. And I mean, sometimes you are asked to play out of position. Everyone knows that, uh, you know, anyone who watches any type of uh, soccer slash football across the globe, it happens. But I, uh, so this is like the one note that you did not read about Mourinho, which was he was late to preseason. And I wonder if that was an attempt for him to force a move at said point. Purely speculation, little conspiracy theory. You're welcome, Josh. Yeah. But it seems to me like it would add up because that that coincided. Stretch, man. It coincided with the rumors about LA uh, Galaxy trying to get him for two million. He the same time frame was, but he ended on a real high point in our in our season. He was getting his shit together, and so. I really, that's not end of last. I mean, but this preseason, he was late. Well, yes. When what followed this preseason, the end of last season, last season where he scored eight goals and I think had seven assists. He still he says six assists right now, but and so is he playing a different position than he was last season? I don't know. Do you know position. the answer to that question? It's he... not a different position, but it's. It's more closer to Geo ball. Like Geo has wanted to play a certain kind of soccer from the beginning, and he's just now like really pushing hard for it. What, what is that? Big, yeah, what is that? The same just, exact lineup every match? Asking me about that is like, uh, uh, I don't, well, I don't know anything about soccer, man. <laughs> yeah, come on, man. You can't say a cl- you can't make a claim like he Geo's trying to play a certain type of 
soccer and then claim to not know anything about soccer. Go listen, go listen to more Sonic. Pete talks all about it. Greg knows one thing, and it's vaping. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's got the balls on it, too. Vaping and Tifo. Vaping and Tifo. Thick yeah. dads who vape for Timber's Army. Yeah. I, Randy, you're almost sounding like you're going to defend, uh, you're, you're defending Gio in this moment, saying that he is being, um, no, fair I'm just to the saying players. I disagree with Greg, Greg's statement yeah, only that all of a sudden between the end of last year and the last five matches or whatever, Gio's trying to play a completely different type of game. What, what kind of play have we been known for for the last like six years? Counterattacking. Exactly. What style of play did Gio say he wanted when he first came aboard? Parking the bus. Couldn't tell you. A lot a lot of passing, a lot of footwork around the box, and a lot of pressing. Okay. We have looked more like the latter this year. We're just really, really bad at it. Yeah, Randy. Mm. So are you thinking we're in a transitional phase, Greg, and we should just see this through? No, we shouldn't see this through. We got to jettison that guy. Okay. All right. This is a good question then. So of the four of us here, what type of football would you like to watch? Basketball. Fair. Good point. (laughs) Um, Spend little time on this. Spend no time on this. Okay, then. What? what are you, we're I, talking okay, about tactics. If, we're if I'm spending no time, I would say I would like to watch young people come up and prove themselves, and whatever happens from that happens. Harold Hansen. No big no big oh, money players. Harold Hansen. Harold Hansen, one million percent. I love him. Should have gotten oh, a chance. Biggest. Mistake. I still like and comment on everything he does. Yeah. <laughs> I'm his biggest fan. Seriously, it's a fair question. I want to see all-out attack all the time. Bill, I'm not interested in counterattacking and low blocking and and well, trying to run. I want to see well, a team that controls possession, domination. Goes, yeah, full into that, it. I'm American. You know, we just right, celebrated man. a holiday, Randy. What's that got to do with Gio? A lot. Everything. He played for the Metro Stars. He scored yeah. the first goal in their history. We fight for what's right. He played for Millwall. It's basically MAGA. But like in like uh, the English League Championship. Mm-hmm. No one likes Millwall. <laughs> Randy's face for the listeners who cannot see this is like a sheer, like <laughs> like it's so much frustration and if like the screen could turn red, it would turn red. Yeah, borderline <laughs> gonna close the browser that we're it's recording like, on. Burly! <laughs> he looks like he's not, chewing gum, but he has no gum. I'm not angry. I'm just <laughs> like, oh Jesus. He's like, I just want to kill you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so all right fine dumb. i agree with it i love attacking football you know it's great it's fun i don't think we should ever not attack like we shouldn't get we we have a team that's set up to do that why aren't we doing it why aren't mm-hmm. we talking about the agenda of this podcast let's do we it are. then predictions no no, no 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 <laughs> get back to it randy sorry get us back on track we got excited sorry um, I know you old people like right. to keep it serious. That's the last. That's the end of the notes. Um, <laughs> so there's nobody that's uh, Gio in right now, is there? I don't know. Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. No, we all said it at the end of last episode. We were all Geo out at this point. Like it. it yeah. At some point, it doesn't make sense. And uh, there is. It might have been whatever that stupid MLS podcast is, where they were saying that. He's more Sonic coaches. No, it's not more. It's not Borisonic. It was um, Horasonic. What's the, the Andrew Weeby or whatever the hell his name yeah. is? The Extra actual time. MLS Extra Time, where it's uh, he's been in charge for what over six years, and like in MLS, that's not super common unless you're a serial oh. winner. That and was Chris Reifer who said that. No, it was so. It was a different podcast. Okay. Uh, well, they Reifer said, said the same thing. They both said it. Yeah, um, but. Like at what point is is what's happening not good enough for again my my level of expectation for Portland is extremely high given yeah, so the Toronto's coach Bob Bradley was fired for having I think four points fewer than we did at the mm-hmm. time 
And he arguably has like way bigger stars that should have been game changers. Yeah, that team uh, is set up for success. And it went the opposite way. So he's available. <laughs> oh, yeah, because that's what we want. Oh, wait oh a minute. God. You could probably it get us a, a question I didn't add to the on, uh, def- on a center back name. I'd rather have Mike Bob Bradley. than Caleb back. <laughs> really? You think you'd. What, what if. What would either you got any of you guys take Caleb Porter back right now? I'd, I, I would not. I would take him back. I would. More than Gio at this point. I think he's changed. I think Caleb changed his style a little bit too. By not playing? Not being a manager for a season? Yes. I don't know. I was pretty excited by the photos of Caleb when he got fat and then he got unfat again while his time during Columbus. And then one of my favorite interviews with him ever was at Columbus uh, in his last season where he's like, if someone just clears the fucking ball, we win that game. <laughs> and uh, that was, I think, uh, one of the greatest uh, the greatest comments ever from, from Caleb Porter. But yeah, so I would saying- take... I would take Caleb Porter back. Who wouldn't? For real, you wouldn't take him back? For real, I wouldn't. I think he's a college coach at best. That won an MLS Cup. Okay. Twice. He's still a college coach. Coach. Manager. We don't, we don't need old business. We need new business. Okay, Corey. I I still <laughs> I agree with Greg exactly on that part point, too. But um, I don't... So the, the, the question is, who do you bring in instead? And I guess it really Ridgewell, one hundred percent. Because uh, none of us were like when Caleb Porter left. None of us were like, man, I really hope they sign Geo as our coach because none of us were paying any attention to him or right. had any knowledge of him. Um, so we do Ridgewell as as our um, what's it called? Um, our just for um, interim coach, interim manager. And see what happens the rest of the season. If he's good, he's good. If he's not, did Gleason surgery? That'd be a good one. He's good. Great coach. Yeah. Any surgeon related to the Timbers? (laughs) Amazing manager. I. So I mean, I guess this does kind of go into predictions, which the uh, I should definitely change the order of this now, but. I'm going to throw How? a name in real quick. Nope. I got to throw a coach's name in real quick, and then you can go. Pamodoka. Okay, go for it. Who? Pa. Who? Pamodoka. Uh, I would take Ka 100%. Yeah, I know we were arguing about that. I, You guys sold me on him. I think he's he got experience. Good, I know. He knows this. Once city. I looked at his, yeah, once I looked at his experience. He punched other men in the balls. <laughs> Who hasn't? Like who aggressively hasn't? grab them, like not like for pleasure, but like Allegedly, for a real hurtful. Who hasn't? Uh, Nat Borcher's parents. Yeah, in I've fairness, done that too. We asked him the question, and he didn't deny it, if I recall correctly. That's correct. And then he That's went on to to win the Canadian Premier League uh, with Vancouver, whatever it was, Pacific FC, and no big deal. Right, Maybe sure, a bump man. from PVSB. You're right. Which um, I'll roll the dice. What about on. Hunter's mom being the manager? Uh, not Hunter. Blake Bodley's mom. Oh, she likes your work. Yep. Oh yeah, Blake's mom. Blake, yeah. have your mom call me <laughs> if you're listening. <laughs> okay, but really, um, guys. Okay, next coach. Who would you think it would be? Jonathan, go. I think realistically, our next coach is going to be a defensive coach, and it's either going to be Ridgewell or Ka. Okay, um, Randy. I don't have any idea. Do you have? You, you always say Caleb, so go with him. Right. No, I didn't. I don't think he'll be our next coach, but I would take him. Okay, well then you'll take him. Well, wait Greg. to participate. I want Ka. I'm going Ridgy, 100% Ridgy. I love Ridge. that no one's even thinking Valeri. Do you so like he went straight into broadcast? And he doesn't so, have yeah, any, I don't, not he doesn't a have any certifications or any of that. Just, he hasn't worked towards any of that stuff. Are you sure? Do you know that for a fact? Citation I, needed. I would be willing to bet that he hasn't because usually we've heard about the other guys on the team that have. Yeah, I don't so think he does. We heard about what has Ridge, we heard about it when Borchers did it. Yeah, what has Ridgewell done to prove to you that he's capable of coaching this team? Because he was the he was the captain for 
a plethora of years. Mm-hmm. If he's coaching our defense right now, 12 yeah, right? goals conceded in nine matches. Shut Dude, up, Greg. Come on, man. Like if I t- send you to like a $100 restaurant and I give you 10 bucks, that's what the situation Ridgewell is in right now. He's got to make 90 up on his own. Like that that is not a fair critique. I totally no. get what you're saying, uh but look at our like Sell Bill Tuiloma, who was our most consistent defender and could play in defensive midfield, or as we learned, as a striker. Uh, yeah, exactly. It, uh, and then you leave it with Zuperich, Mabiala, McGraw as your three center backs. No one's going to get shit out of that. We have discussed how poor Mabiala has been for the past how many seasons? Dude, you give a home chef a filet mignon, it's going to come out tasting like a filet mignon. You give a three Michelin star chef a Big oh, Mac, Jesus. and he's going to serve you a gourmet meal. Yeah. A good I, coach elevates lesser I've players. seen that dude on cheese. TikTok where this kid gives his dad like random stuff and says, make it a gourmet meal, and he can do it. But I don't think there's any anyone who would make a difference for that. Well, but, I mean, you got some of the things that happen – Hey, guys, track back. How hard is that to do? (laughs) Well, the problem is that English isn't very good. Cover that guy on the back post. Yeah. Okay, let's get through some of these. Jonathan has to leave in four minutes. Yeah. How many matches, if you think Gio is going to be sacked, how how many matches does he have left? So let's just to let you guys know what's coming up. Uh, Columbus, we have this Colorado Rapids match that was a draw. I don't know when that's going to be rescheduled. Um, months we have columbus coming up and they are in uh fourth place in the east so we'll be losing that game and after that we have so. san jose <laughs> we'll be Jonathan that just choked too. on his old fashioned. <laughs> yeah i was like <laughs> we have san jose who is sixth um and after that we have houston who is third or fourth uh, no they're seventh how did that happen? I thought that oh they were gonna they could have gone up to third or fourth had, had they won recently. Um, yes, just for some, and then we have Vancouver after that. Uh, so we okay, have no wins so in the next. Randy, time. go RSL Seattle. Uh, I'm gonna say he's here for two more games. Okay. I'm saying three more games. Okay. Greg? I want him gone sooner, but I think he at least sees the season out. Um, Per Ryan Clark. I was thinking that too. Damn it. Per Ryan Clark, he's seen nothing hinting that Geo's in the hot seat as of yet. So here's the question I asked was, how many more matches can we not win before Geo gets sacked? And so I'm going to go with Josh, and I'm going to say if he doesn't get a win in the next three matches, I say we clean house. Shut that dog up. Peanut? Uh, Okay, next question then. Um, I don't think we're going to get a win in the next two matches, I don't think. I think I'll be gone by then. So if we if we don't win in the next two matches, which I don't think we will either, does Geo survive two more losses in a row? He doesn't. Well, he could. He's, there's no way he survives two more losses. Can he survive two draws? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah. Um, who knows? Greg. Greg seems to know. I know all. No, he's going to be here through the season. I don't want to. Okay, well, speaking of this season, do you think we're going to make the playoffs? No. Randy. Where are we at? We are. We're a little over halfway through. We're 12th. We are shockingly just three points below the line. Can you believe that? (laughs) Can you (laughs) effing believe that? We're three points below the line in 12th place. Um, uh, you know, any other season, I would say, yes, we're definitely going to make it, but I'm going to say, no, we're not going to. Okay. Um, Gosh. thinking, I think we will, I think we'll squeeze out a, the bottom place, squeeze out a and, golden nugget and then crash horribly or succeed horribly. 
Oh, that's an interesting prediction. Uh, I'm going to say no, we don't make the playoffs. I think that if Gio is gone in three more games, then they will bring in, obviously, a coach who's going to take time to try to, um, you know, instill their mindset and tactics, but uh, and we miss out in the playoffs, but then we go big in the offseason and really focus on trying to bring, uh, to bring in players that will work around Evander. I wonder if Mourinho actually just thought he would be, be that the next be Evander. Evander and then yeah. to bring in Evander he's like well dudes uh uh what but well we're obviously getting rid of Morena Mourinho so um yeah. who do you think who do you think else is gone what who do you think we're getting rid of him he's requested a transfer he wants to leave no, that doesn't mean shit he's uh, usually he, does that doesn't mean he gets his transfer that means um, yeah. he doesn't give a shit on the field. Right. Um, and he's going to either. Yeah, he's he's not a timber anymore. Yeah, that's not true. Oh, one hundred. Have you ever watched anything in Europe? Anything culturally with soccer? Like of any person that true. vocally says they don't want to be there anymore hasn't stayed. I'm going to say he's still a timber at the end of the season. Well, I don't know. Oh, I vocally wow. said I don't want to be on this podcast anymore. Well, yet here I am. I know. <laughs> I quit too, and hey, Randy quit. Everyone's quit except me. I guess it's my podcast now, so I'm in charge. <laughs> no, no quitting. <laughs> Thinks Mourinho is staying. Do we lose anyone else during the transfer window? During this summer transfer window? Yes, that's open right now. Oh no. no. Um, here's a good question: Do we finish ahead of Miami at the end of the season? That's a boring question. They, they typically have set. They typically. That's a great question, man. They only have seventeen <laughs> points right now. Yeah, but they're getting messy and Eden. Dude, they get Iniesta, Messi, Busquets. However they say his name, Luis Suarez. Like again, Bizarre. that's gonna be like forty-seven DPs on one uh, team. It's insane. And it's basically Barcelona from yeah. five They're years like, ago. We're just going to buy the whole um, you have to all of Barca. New DPs, though. Who cares? Look who you're bringing in. Get rid of the whole team and just They're play those four. They're, They're finishing ahead of us, you're saying? <laughs> those four without a keeper will still finish ahead of us. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's silly. All right, guys. Whatever. I think Moreno's gone this transfer window. I don't know where he goes, but I think I he's agree. gone. Uh, and I think Muscara is right behind him. What? Yeah. Based on what? Yeah. I don't uh, think Gio has not been him. playing him when he's healthy. He clearly doesn't see him as a uh, as an asset for his tactics. And I feel like Muscara is very close to also asking for a transfer. That's my bet. Yeah. That's good. He's gone uh, next year, but he finishes this season here. Okay. All right, guys, I'm going to leave this open, but I have to go. I think we're done. <laughs> no, you guys still have to do the closing, and someone's got to pick the song because oh, yeah. my song I'm not pumped about. Okay, see you guys later. <laughs> and stop the podcast, and then we'll start a new one. No, that was. are you kidding me? This is a really good episode. Randy's just mad because he didn't talk as much as normal. <laughs> What do you want to say, Randy? Your face, again, looks like you're chewing bubblegum like you're angry. I don't feel like I have to say something. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye, guys. I love you. Later. I'll leave this open. Do we have anything else to talk about? We don't. Uh, no. What should our song be? How about um, Reeling in the Years by Steely Dan? How about not? <laughs> I was serious about Fast Car. I like Fast Car. We're using Fast Car. Um, why would why doesn't Jonathan like his track? I don't understand. Let's just use his track. Who cares? Why is he still on? Walls of Jericho, the American Dream. Not oh, are you on the other thing? What's the other? <laughs> thing? Oh, he's just gonna sit on the whole time. This is gonna be awkward as hell. God, I wanted to talk shit. <laughs> Jonathan's in a board meeting, but he left his video on. With um, he is so bored. Love, love that he loves his job so much, but he's afraid to tell everyone where he works. <laughs> Josh, where do they reach us? He's no dumb. They reach us at on all the socials. We are um, okay. Let's start where we start. We start at 
Have you done this before? We have a Spotify <laughs> playlist that will pick a song for. What'd you say? Have you done this before? <laughs> I haven't. Um, search Radio Free PVSP on Spotify, and you can listen to all the amazing songs that Randy has chosen. You can leave us a voicemail. Please leave us a voicemail at 503-583-4235. We would love to hear from you guys. We are posting fun, engaging content on Twitter and Instagram. What about threat? Twitter is PDX Vanity. Well, we're not on that thing, and I'm, okay. we're not going to be. Um, PDX Vanity Soccer on Twitter and Portland Vanity on Instagram. And our OnlyFans is at Port- PDX Vanity. Um, our email is portlandvanity at gmail.com if you want to do that. And um, that's about it. Go sports. Who's on your shirt, Josh? My shirt? Uh, Walter Altson. He's a Brooklyn Dodger. He should be our next coach. He should be, but he's been (laughs) dead for a plethora of years. Hmm. So is our coach. Uh. (laughs) Oh, singer. Okay, so are we picking a song or what's going on? I'm going to randomly choose whatever song is the newest song on my Spotify, and we'll see if we like that. Um, More you will like. It says I will like top hits from the 70s. (laughs) After School Club. Let's do After School Club. (laughs) It's called Yay Me by London Tipton. I don't know what that is. She looks Asian. All right. Can I push stop now? <laughs> I'm just trying to content. create riveting content for the after talk. All right. Bye. to anywhere maybe we make a deal maybe together we can get somewhere any place is better starting from zero got nothing to lose maybe we'll make something me myself i got nothing to prove you got a fast car I got a plan to get us out of here Been working at the convenience store Managed to save just a little bit of money Won't have to drive too far Just across the border and into the city You and I can both get jobs And finally see what it means to be living See, my old man's got a problem yeah, but the bottle, that's the way it is He says his body's too old for working His body's too young to look like his My mama went off and left him She wanted more from life than he could give I said, somebody's got to take care of him So I quit school and that's what I did You got a fast car Is it fast enough so we can fly away? You gotta make a decision Leave tonight or live and die this way So I remember when we were driving Driving in your car Speed so fast I felt like I was drunk City lights day out before us And your arm felt nice wrapped around my shoulder And I, I had a feeling that I belonged Someone, be someone. You got a fast car. We go cruise and entertain ourselves. Still ain't got a job. Now work in the market as a checkout girl. I know things will get better. You'll find work and I'll get promoted. We'll move out of the shelter. Buy a bigger house and live in the suburbs. So 
real quick okay well i will give you a minute because uh there's only two bits of this episode but there's a lot to talk about and um i chose a song because i think it was my turn but i just i don't feel solid about it and i was hoping that someone else could like what pick it walls of jericho yeah i was thinking like um, I went for it because, like, in the lyrics of that, it's like, you know, fuck this place, burn it down, and that's how I feel about said team. But that wasn't like that's not the the message of the song. Um, it's about the country more than it is anything else. And so I was, if anyone has a good song that would coincide with the the awfulness, it would be great. No, that's good. Let's do "Fast Car" by Tracy Chapman. <laughs> <laughs> 